believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven, you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. But that God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, crucify him, crucify him. And it totally backfired when Jesus said, forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that his victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven. So that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you. And I hope you'll join me and all the Blessed to Teach patriots. And let's see what God is doing today. Welcome. It's Friday, January 19th, 2024. We're in Word and Worship, Friday night, Word and Worship. I'm excited to dig into the last chapter of Romans. We'll finish that book up, and then on Sunday, we'll be digging into Ephesians 1. So if you want to follow along and get ahead and go study those, that would be awesome. Um, but we do 10 a.m. CST uh, Word and Worship on Sunday, and here we are uh, doing this around 5 o'clock every time. I'm here on uh, on Rumble, primarily on Rumble. We do Cloud Hub and and and, and I'll also go live on um, X, I guess it is now, formerly Twitter, um, as well um, most of the time. So, but I'm always when I go live, I'm always on Rumble. So that's that's the main channel and home. So make sure you're subscribed to this channel of Rumble and. Um, and I'd uh, love if you could share it and do the thumbs up just to make sure that we uh, get more people watching these, uh, get into the Word of God and, and, and be worship with this beautiful, beautiful music. And um, with that, I'm going to open up in, in some prayer. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for everyone that's on this broadcast. Lord, may um, your word on, on Romans 16, many people skip this teaching because it's more greetings and other type of um, new, uh, doxologies, but there's so much meat there, Lord, when you dig into it. So I'm excited to to dig into Romans chapter 16. Lord, thank you for that. And you bless us 
as we serve you. We, we, we submit to you as clay, Lord, you're the potter. We love you so much, and we cannot wait to just worship with you this next hour and a half and learn your word. We say this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. So um, we're going to dig into that. There's a few things. We're going to be talking about Paul's journeys a little bit as well. Um, we're going to try a couple other things. I might do a little bit of experimentation on sound. As you know, I'm not wearing my headphones now. I'm not supposed to be real good for you. So I'm trying different things and to get to, to work on Rumble and all the other channels as well as Zoom backstage and to me in the studio here. Um, it's been a little bit of a challenge. So we're going to uh, try to try a few new settings and we'll, we'll, we'll try that. So. Uh, the first thing I'm going to ask to do is if somebody on Rumble would not mind replying right away when they hear this, but uh, Jeremiah, would you mind just unmuting and, and saying and saying hi to everybody? <laughs> so like we can there see. You go. All right. So he said, "Hello, Rumble. Welcome." Let me know if you could hear Jeremiah. I'm trying to find something that I can right now. It's beautiful for me here in the. In the office, it sounds good. I know everybody can hear me. They can hear my background music. But could you hear what Jeremiah just said when he said, Hello, Rumble, testing one, two, three? Did you guys hear that on Rumble? Just reply back to me because that will help me know as we move forward on the sound. Um, if uh, I'm going to have to flute back and forth like I've been having to do, um, which is not a problem, but just kind of as, a, as if I forget it, you guys can't hear it all. So, anybody on Rumble out back there? Might have to do another test in a little bit here because uh, nobody's replying on Rumble. Yes! <laughs> All right, Monique, thank you so much. <laughs> You're awesome. Uh, so so that's a great soundtrack. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try these new sound settings and hopefully everything will, will work great. Let me know how the music sounds and everything as we move forward. I'm going to start, though, with a quick part of just reading the scripture on 16, then we'll get into some beautiful music, okay? So let's do that now. So this, again, is Romans chapter 16. A lot of um, ministers that read through the Bible. I will skip these uh, this chapter because it's really a personal greeting you'll see here. And then it gets into um, the final instructions and greetings and it gets into a beautiful doxology, doxology actually. Um, but I think it's important because if you link this with all the other scriptures, it just kind of gives us an idea of what Paul's journeys were, where he was going. And then also just gives more emphasis on the reliability of the Bible and how um, and, and, and how rich even these chapters that are quoted often are. So let's let's read this real quick. I commend you, our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church of Tetria, that you may welcome her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and help her in whatever she may need from you. For she has been a patron of many and of myself as well. And obviously, when you look at Paul's missionary journey, you see all these places he's gone to. Um, a lot they've been able to pieces together because of all of God, of, of, of uh, Paul's epistles, right? And uh, Book of Luke as well as a big part of Acts. I'm um, here to greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their necks for my life. To whom not only I give thanks. But all the churches of the Gentiles give thanks as well. Greet also the church in their house. Greet that my beloved, and, and, and I'm not great at pronunciation, as you guys know, uh, but we'll, we'll do the best we can. Epandius, uh, who was the first convert to Christ in Asia. Greet Mary, who was who has worked hard for you. Greet Andronicus, and Junia, my kinsmen and fellow prisoners. They are well known to the apostles. 
and they were in Christ before me. Meet Ampletius, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and my beloved Stachius. Greet Apollos, who is approved in Christ. Greet those who belong to the family of Aristobulus. Meet my kinsman, Herodian. Greet those in the Lord who belong to the family of Narcissus. Greet those workers in the Lord. This is Trypania and Tryphosa. Greet the beloved Persis, and who has worked hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, choose, chosen in the Lord. Also, his mother, who has been the mother to me as well. Greet Asyncritus. Got Philgon, got Hermes, Atrobos, Hermes, and the brothers who are with them. I used to remember when I first started this, I would just, this is why I would just like let the reader read it and I would just play the electronic version of this. <laughs> I'm trying to get better at these names, but we'll see how I do. And his brothers who are with them. Greet Philologus, Julia, Nereus, and his sister, and Olympus, and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ greet you. And we'll kind of go back through um, here after we play a few songs and talk a little bit about something, some of these people and how it relates to other scriptures. But final instruction and greetings. I appeal to you brothers to watch out for those who cause division and create obstacles contrary to the doctrines <coughs> you have been taught. Avoid them. For such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. <coughs> Sorry guys, still, still having them. A little bit of a cold issue. And by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of life. For your obedience is known to all. But I rejoice over you. <coughs> but I want you to be wise as to what is good and innocent and to what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, greets you. So do you. Lucius and Jason and Sosipar, my king kinsman, I, Perdius, who wrote this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, this is interesting, because I'm chosen and we have Gaius as the Roman guard, right? Who is a host to me in the whole church, greet you. So we have Erastus, the city treasurer, and our brother Bartus, greet you. And here's a Dexali, very end, end of uh, Romans 16. Is now to him who's able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages. <clears throat> but now, but, but has now been disclosed and through the prophetic writings <clears throat> has been made known to all nations according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith to only wise God be glorious forevermore through Jesus Christ. Amen. So we'll go through this in a little more detail after we um, get some worship in, right? And we're going to start with, um, we got, there's just so many songs and we got uh, two new ones that are being developed now. And um, so as if you are following the show on a regular basis, we'll make sure there's not much repetition that we're up to uh, number 40 and 41 coming. Um, this is uh, the 30th song we developed actually. A beautiful uh, retake on Amazing Grace. So let's uh, let's worship to this. And since people could hear, we could actually have some people read. So if you guys want to, uh, anybody wants to read, let me know. But right now, 
I'll do this one. Amazing grace, I once was lost, a wrenched, blind, now found, I can see. And you were dead in your trespasses. Sins in which you once walked, Ephesians 2, 1 2. So we're just taking these beautiful lyrics and attaching scripture to them. We have seen his glory, glory, as of the Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And that's John 1, 14. The hour I first believed, by grace my fears relieved. I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Psalm 34, 4. Third lyric here is, God my Savior ransomed me. Been set free and like a flood, his mercy reigns with an unending love. Isn't that beautiful? Um, classic, obviously. Knowing that you were ransomed from your futile ways with the precious blood of Christ. 1 Peter 1, 18-19. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. That's Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. It ends with a, his word my, my hope secures. He will be my shield as long as life endures. He promised good to me. Every word of, the, every word of God proved true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Proverbs 35. You'll see this at the bottom of the screen. Those scriptures as we sing Amazing Grace, my chains are gone. Worship with me. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me I once was lost But now I'm found Was blind But now I see T'was grace that taught
I forgot. Yeah, I, did, I didn't have a original, original music on. So, so sorry. <clears throat> so just make sure, Rumble, you can hear Jeremiah there. <clears throat> Maybe uh, Ned, if you're ready, would you mind reading this, this, this next one here? All right. Thank you. One hundred and fifty, one to two. He hung upon that cross, that God who heals and saves and rose up from the grave. He himself bore our sins in his body. Yeah. All right, Let's worship. In his body. I, I didn't made it all the way. <laughs> okay. Hey, there, couple in, of, in a couple his of body quick, on yeah, the tree. Yeah, a couple of quick things. That we might, should I go on? Yeah, yeah, I just want to announce that uh, I thought we did a test early on. People said they could hear Jeremiah, but obviously that must have been a false yes because uh, oh. nobody, nobody could hear Annette until I flipped to this setting. So I'll have to sort of flip back and forth until we get that fixed, but here we go. But we'll go ahead and finish, Annette. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I take it again, number three. He hung upon that cross. The God who heals and saves and rose up from the grave. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. First Peter 2.24 Having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raked Please, you have Ra to Yeah, raised with th him through faith. Colossians 2.12. This is a celebration oh. song. We're in the yes. house of the Lord. Let's celebrate today.
I praise the Lord with all that I have. We were the beggars, now we're royalty. We were the presents, now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepted, redeemed by His grace. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. Cause we were the beggars. Consider yourself dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Mm. All right, appreciate you guys work at letting us work through uh, the sound issues. We are, we, I know everybody's saying that sounds really good right now um, when I flip back. Um, but I have to remember to do that if I'm going to have somebody participate and read backstage. Uh, I'm, I'm going to find a setting to where I don't have to have my headphones. So it could be playing beautiful music in my studio, beautiful backstage, as well as rumble. Right now I'm having to switch between two things. We'll get that uh, figured out over the next couple of weeks as we uh, experiment with different tools. Um, Gus is out uh, with Amanda. So he is, is uh, he and they, they just landed, I think at six o'clock p.m. Eastern time um, to go into Timothy Dixon's church. So Amanda will be speaking at, um, uh, there this weekend. So that's why Gus isn't here. And that's why we're going over just to finish up Romans today. And uh, we'll get into Ephesians on on uh, Sunday at 10 a.m. CST. And then um, we'll be with Gus next Friday, okay? <laughs> I'll go probably through Ephesians 1 on Sunday, and then probably Ephesians 2 on, on, on the Mondays and Thursdays I teach as well. And then we'll get into um, finishing up the book of John with Gus. I just don't want to teach in the, in the area that I have so much fun teaching with Gus. So we'll just we'll continue with all of my teachings when, when Gus is not here. So let's dig a little bit more into this and and, and, and kind of explore this a little bit. <clears throat> What's interesting to me, if you look at um, the, the journeys of Paul, right? And this is cool how because of the book of Acts and because of all the epistles, they've been able to figure out his four journeys, right? And uh, not that we'll go into, we'll go into more detail on this one we teach on the book of Acts, but you'll see here here uh, 
I'll kind of come over here to to, to this, this cool view here. See if I can do this. This is this is a. Um, eventually, I'll be able to stand up, but I have to be able to read all these these things. But he started in Antioch, right, way up up here, and you'll see that in the legend. You'll see the first missionary journey was here with the blue, and then and the return was in yellow. The second missionary start was in purple, and then it gets into red on the return, right? So these are the first two journeys. You can see he starts in Antioch, where he started most of them, and he comes through and he goes up 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 through. Uh, um, Pamphylia to this other Antioch and then uh, uh, through to these other areas to Derby, and then he came back through these same towns and when he came back here in the uh, yellow he didn't go through Cyprus but you can tell you can tell in the blue he went through Cyprus on the way there so kind of a, a little up and back if you will is what he did in the first journey the second journey you'll see is in the purple and red and so the purple comes up here and he went back to Derby, but on land this time, versus sea, and back to the same areas he was. But then he went up through Asia, which is really interesting. And then took took uh, all the way to Philippi and all these places that we read about in the Bible. Even Thessalonica, you can see down here, and uh, all the way to Athens and to Corinth, back all the way and back to Asia, and to Ephesus. And then down here, and all a big, huge journey all the way down to Jerusalem. Uh, before he came, went through Damascus and back up. So those were his first two journeys. And then he, it's just really, really interesting to to see um, how they could recreate all this, right? His third journey is kind of here. We're, again, starting up in Antioch, going back all the way to Galatia and through Pergia, back up here. and can see through Philippi again. So he was a busy guy, you can tell, right? Then he went all the way down here into with what's now Greece, right? And uh, all the way up to back to Macedonia, up in the upper parts, 9, 10, Tross, Ossos, um, all the way, um, and again by sea primarily to all these other areas. <coughs> and then back again to Tyre, Apollonia, and then Caesarea to Jerusalem. And so that was his third journey. Unfortunately, you know, he got arrested after that, right? So if I flip over to the fourth journey, and <clears throat> this is when he gets arrested, right? And he, he starts in Jerusalem. He's in, uh, back to Caesarea and Sidon, and they take them by, by boat to Myrna, and then all the way through. You can see, see um, just ama amazing to see how we read about Cyprus even today, right? Being used as, as a land mass. And so uh, it's a, the world hasn't changed a whole lot, right, since the time of Christ. And we see... All this coming here to this is a storm where he they they actually had the huge storm had to throw everything off over and they went to Malta where he got bit by the snake and all that type of stuff and he got Syracuse up to Rome and all finally all the way up to Rome. It's got that turn flip that over a little bit to show, to show you to where he finally ends up in Rome. But it, it's just kind of cool. So I just wanted to kind of give that history a little bit to show that. Let me go back to this other view here where. That's why chapters like this are pretty important, right? Because it talks about all the people and where he is. And he's obviously writing to Corinthians, but uh, talks about some some other things through here. So, in verse one, I commend you, Sister Phoebe, a servant of the church of uh, that city right there, right, <laughs> Gentria. And um, you'll see that that's talked about in Acts, right? Paul returns to Antioch. After this, Paul stayed many days longer and took leave of his brothers and set sail for Syria with his 
with, with him, Priscilla, who was just mentioned in there, and Aquila. So you can see that this relates so well um, to too many other items in the Bible and his journeys. That you may welcome her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and help her in whatever she may need from you, for she has been a patron many. Uh, and if you look at the welcome in the Lord, her, welcome her in the Lord, right? You'll see that <coughs> Paul will use this quite a bit in other, in other uh, he talked about in Philippians, right? Where he says, so receive him in the Lord with joy and honor such men. So receiving people in the Lord, welcoming them in the Lord, what we should be doing, right? <laughs> As we live in unison with each other. <coughs> you see um, here in, in three, it goes from Priscilla and Aquila as well. Every time I start reading the Bible, this cold drainage doesn't want me to. Acts 18.2 says, And he found a new name, a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, recently came from Italy and his wife Priscilla, <coughs> because Claudius had commanded them all, the Jews, to leave Rome. So the, all these type of clues allow them to put all this time frames together, right? As I go back to this ancient literature, um, back in uh, right, right after the time of Christ, right, in uh, when, when Paul was so active, and you'll see in verse five here it talks to greet also the church of their house, greet my beloved, and uh, you, you see the church of their house again. This is another that, that's shown that there's a lot of house churches. The Church of Asia send you greetings, Aquila and Priscilla, together with the church in their house. Now, this is real interesting. That, and that, that's one of the things we can do today, right? We don't have to have big mega churches, especially if they're teaching incorrect doctrine and saying the Holy Spirit's not active, as examples, right? Start a home church. <laughs> Join us on uh, Sunday mornings, right? If you can't find the right church. Obviously, uh, yeah, we should do it. But, but church, house churches is a big trend that we're seeing now and i think that might be a really big trend during this transition out of the of, of the of the of the cabal churches if you will the ones that have been taken over um, and I, as i get exposed i think house churches might really come back to life and um something that you might want to consider if you feel led to do that and i think god will be calling a lot of people to different things as we go through this huge monumental change or i think i think what we see in 2023 versus what we're going to see by 2025 it's going to be so massively different and uh, the holy spirit is going to be be extremely obvious and the and god's going to be be, be working through us and so this is the time to get close to god that's, that's what he's been talking to me about quite a bit lately right you look at verse seven when it's talking about these different people and he says my fellow prisoners you know paul was constantly being thrown in prison for just telling the truth right j6 uh just comes to mind right all these people just wanting to have freedom of their country right they get thrown in, in jail political prison they're trying to throw trump in jail just for speaking the truth right and uh, you'll see that also philemon uh, right here he says if read my fellow prisoner in christ jesus sends greetings to you so again this is how they could piece together all those different journeys and understanding what was going on um, all this time and then I jump all the way to, to verse 16, where it says, Greet one another with a holy kiss. I thought that was pretty cool. All the churches of Christ greet you. Um, so I know there's some songs out there that talk about a sloppy, wet kiss from God or something, but this is kind of biblical, right? All the brothers send you greetings. Greet one another with a holy kiss. So this holy kiss, you know, is uh, something that is uh, very, very uh, 
uh, I, I guess uh, common in the in the New Testament church, and, and uh, we, we can probably start using that um, as well. I greet one another with a holy holy kiss. This is a two Corinthians, and you find it also in one Thessalonians. Greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. So it's a common thing that that obviously Paul did, and uh, also confirms his authorship of these, um, which some people tried to to attack, especially these seminaries. Some of these seminaries are just just uh, uh, cemeteries, as they call them sometimes, right? <laughs> Killing people's faith versus building them. You see 17 here, um, where I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause division and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that I've been taught. Avoid them, right? And this comes back like Galatians 1.8 and some of these scriptures that say, uh, anybody who teaches another scripture, even if it's me or we or an angel in heaven, right? Do not, if they teach, they let them be cursed if, they, if they're teaching a different gospel. This doctrine's, so doctrine's important, right? I think that a lot of people attack each other with, 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 with some of the, I guess, the less important type doctrine. But the, the vital doctrine of having the right God, the right Jesus, and the right gospel, those are the ones I really focus on, right? And that's what, why we're delving into Ephesians heavily to get to that right uh, gospel. Uh, that, that is, that's that's uh, critical here. And you'll see, like in 1 Timothy 1 3, it says, As I urged you when I was in Macedonia, remain in Ephesus, so that you may charge certain persons not to teach different doctrines. So to and you know the main doctrine he was teaching is that the Gentile this is open up the Gentiles the whole new covenant right and that it was you were saved by grace through faith and that the faith it's a gift the gift it's a gift from God not by works and so that no one can boast right that's Ephesians two eight nine type uh, summary there but <clears throat> it's critical that you that, that that doctrine is important right and that's why you can judge people on what they believe if they. They, you don't judge people on what they do because we're all sinners, right? But but you can, just like Jesus said, the Samaritans don't know what they believe. Uh, you, you Samaritans don't know what you believe. He said to that woman at the well, right? If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness, that's 1 Timothy 6.3 again. So critical that you stick with good doctrine. Especially when it comes to the right God, the right Jesus, the right gospel. Because if that's the wrong, with the wrong God, the wrong Jesus, and the wrong gospel, you don't go to heaven, right? That's just clear. That's our salvation. Can't be sanctified either if you haven't got those things. And uh, there's a lot of churches out there that teach, teach the wrong God and the wrong Jesus and the wrong gospel. And there's a lot of them. In fact, all the world religions, I do, I even do a class on the world religions, and I show how each one of them err drastically. And because the, the truth of the gospel is really simple, right? <laughs> We're all sinful. We're all going to hell unless you have the the, the, the salvation of Jesus. And you say in your, your mouth, declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And Jesus said this himself in, the, in John 14, 6, where you know, he basically says um, that, that uh, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Right? So... So it's not us teaching that, it's Jesus saying it, right? So it's just a <clears throat> really important things to know who your savior is. And that savior is God in flesh, right? And that savior was not created, he was create, created all. <clears throat> That's another um, error that they, they dig into quite a bit. 
um, some of the what they call the Christian cults. The Jehovah's Witness don't teach the Trinity, right? Neither does neither does Mormonism. They they don't teach the right God. They also don't teach the right gospel. It's all works-based stuff, right? So be careful of these Christian. Um, what, what, they're called a Christian cult for a reason because they're teaching completely incorrect doctrine, and, and, and Paul would have been all over them, right? And uh, tell, telling you, what do you do with these people? You avoid them. You avoid incorrect teachings, right? Um, so you don't necessarily have to go fight all these people. Um, just know, just like a counterfeit expert in the dollar. He's an expert in the dollar. He's not an expert in all the counterfeits. But he can see a counterfeit, and um, he or she can see that counterfeit almost immediately because they know so well the original. That's what we need. We need to know the Bible so well that nobody can fool us, right? And so that's a that's a why uh, we avoid them, right? He says that also in two John, where it says, "If anyone comes to you and does not bring his teaching, do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting." Let's see if I have a red letters turned on. That I guess that's not Christ. That's who's saying, if anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting. So again, back to these people teaching incorrect doctrine, and there's a lot of them. <clears throat> and it be, and unfortunately, the deception of giving 10% for tithing, right, just incents a lot of evil people to create false religions and try to get a following because they know they can get a lot of wealth and uh, from <clears throat> from teaching incorrect doctrine on purpose, right? And say, hey, we well, did these people are teaching wrong this is the correct thing and they they completely lead people astray There's a lot of that out there and it ta talks about them serving their own appetites right server but 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 that for such persons do not serve our lord christ but their own appetites and uh that is this is this is a really important thing this is what this is um an area that i love this is called apologetics right is is it was so exciting for me to learn the truth and learn the Bible, and then to see all these false teachings was just crazy for me. And uh, I was dating somebody that was in a false uh, uh, a cult, right? And so it was amazing for me to go see and have all these people, these missionaries of the cult, come to me trying to teach me what clearly wasn't in the Bible and clearly contrary to the Bible um, that God was once a man or that that uh, and had to earn his way to become a God and Jesus was created being. It's like those are just not even close to teaching, correct teachings, right? Um, <clears throat> but there's many, many, many people following these false doctrines. And um, I think a lot of those are going to fall when they talk about the tunnels underneath these temples and things. It's going to be a wild time. Um, I believe that a lot of these people are going to come out of those cults. And we need to be here ready with the right doctrine to help them, right? So that's that, that serve their own appetites. Um, I'm, if you know what, I just realized I'm going through a lot of this and I, I want to make sure we get a lot of music in uh, too. So I'll, I'll finish up. I'll start at 19 when I come back. But let's let's do a little bit more worship first. Um, this, this other song is a beautiful song called Oceans. I'll read this one so I don't have to change the sound now and then I'll change, make, make sure I change the sound before I have somebody redo it again. But when oceans rise, I will call upon your name. Keep my eyes above the waves. There, there's gonna be a, this gonna be a super crazy year is what the Lord told me. Chaos. And um, we need to keep our eyes above the waves by being close to him so we can have that peace, right? It says, count it all joy. When you meet trials of various kinds, testing of your faith produces steadfastness, that you may be perfect, complete, and lacking in nothing. 
So a lot of this testing, it's going to look like Satan's winning, Trump's losing, the maggots losing, right? It's, it's, it's going to be just the opposite. Your sovereign hand will be my guide. Where feet may fail and fear surrounds me, faith may be stronger in the presence of my Savior. That's the second lyric in the song. And reminds of Isaiah 43. Retached it. It says, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame shall not consume you. That's the promise that we have with you. Just be close to him during this time. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you call me, this song talks about. Um, that, that reminds us of uh, a couple of verses. I know, it is Matthew 14. Lord, command me to come to you on the water. This is with Peter, right? He's walking on the water. When Peter saw on the wind and he was afraid, and he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus cried out. Jesus reached out in his hand and saved him. You can trust him. Worship the oceans. You call me out of the waters, the great
eyes are ever toward the board, you will pluck my feet out of the net. Mm. Alright, I'll have that. This next one. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. And this is Do It Again of the song. Um, uh, Elizabeth, would you mind doing this? Awesome, love to. Knowing the battle's won, great is your faithfulness. I'll see you do it again. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Psalm 36, 5. I know the night won't last, and your word will come to pass. I believe. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. John 8:12a. You moved the mountains, you made a way where there was no way. Amen, he sure does that. For truly I say to you, if you had faith like a grain of mustard seed, nothing will be impossible for you. Matthew 17:20b. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14:6. Amen. Jesus is the way. Amen. We were just talking about John 14:6, right? It's not our teaching. It's Jesus saying it extremely clearly. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Is he your Savior? If he's not, he's the only one that can really, and that's why this is a, this is a faith and grace, not works. It's all 100% Jesus. And he'll do it again. Walking around these walls But you have never failed me yet Waiting for change to come
said, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Woof. Just love that. We're still digging and finishing up uh, the last part of chapter 16 in Romans, and we'll be done with this book. We went through, if you've been with us all the way through some of the books uh, about the rebuilding of the temple, <laughs> Esther, and um, uh, all through that, and then we went through the book of Genesis, and then we went through the book of Daniel and Revelation and Hebrews. <laughs> now we just got through, we're just finishing up Romans and we're going to go into Ephesians. So uh, uh, if you want to follow on with the teachings, uh, I teach usually on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. as well as after the, the end, near the end of the show before praise and prayer on Mondays and Thursdays. Okay? And then I teach with Gus usually on Fridays. Gus, you probably saw him. He was in the airport with Amanda. Uh, he came on there and just uh, during that first song. And um, um, was at the airport there, it looks like. So they're safe um, near Alabama, I guess, where Timothy Dixon's um, church is. So that's where they'll be preaching there soon. Um, but let's get in and finish up this chapter. This is, again, chapter 16, the final chapter of Romans. And uh, we just were analyzing some of these um, different different uh, parts of it. We just finished up with 18. It says, For such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites by smooth talk and flattery. They seem the hearts of the naive. And this is so important. I was just talking about the one Christian cult that literally teaches that God was once a man and that Jesus is a created being and that you can become a God yourself. And that it teaches polytheism and says it's a Christian sect. Not even close to the truth. And what the doctrine that uh, Paul's talking about, that's so important to look at. And when we look at this smooth talk um, and flattery, right, that we see in the deception, we see some of that as well in, uh, in Colossians where it says, I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. Right, this plausible argument. So they'll take different parts of the Bible out of context and teach a completely different theology. Happens all the time. 
versus taking the scripture as a whole and really understanding what, what, what the Lord's really teaching through this. Because it's completely consistent if you look at everything and that there's there's some mysteries in there. But the whole point is is that these plausible arguments can be used to lead you astray. And that's a lot of these mysteries that knock on your door. That's what they do. They're going to give you plausible arguments to someone who doesn't know the Bible very well. That's why knowing that original well is the key. Get that word of God in your heart and you won't be deceived. Um, we see this in 2 Peter 2, 3 as well, where it says, And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. The condemnation from long ago was not idle, and their destruction is not is not asleep. So this, they, they want to condemn you as a, as, as a believer that understands the Bible. That's why there's so much hatred for Christian patriots right now, right? And our, we're, keep, we're keeping the globalists from taking control of the world. And uh, we're also, uh, many people are coming to Christ through this movement. It's really exciting to see. Um, and, uh, and But there's a lot of, um, the enemy has infiltrated our churches in a big way. So it's very important that you understand the word of God for yourself. You're in the word. Put it in your heart. Again, that, the ability to, for them to have these plausible arguments and fool you is way, way less when you have confidence in the biblical text yourself right for your obedience is known to all so that i rejoice over you but i want you to be wise as to what is good and innocent and to what is evil right because because satan's wanting to flip that all the time right you see that also in jeremiah all the way back in the old testament says for my people are foolish they know me not they are stupid children and like literally says that in the old testament they have no understanding. They are wise in doing evil. But how to do good, they know not. Right? The whole wise and evil thing is really important um, in understanding what evil really is. Right? So that is that is a, a key key concept um, here in this doxology at the end here. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And this is interesting because we know that he crushed Satan on the cross and he resurrected him. He's writing this after that, right? So this is why I believe that the second massive crushing of Satan is going to happen potentially even this year in our lifetimes. We're going to see a major crushing of Satan again. That's going to be extremely exciting. You see some of that same wording in Genesis right here. Uh, it goes all the way back. I will put enmity between you and your woman, and between your offspring and your uh, and her offspring, and he shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. And so, um, this is this is all the way back in Genesis three fifteen, right? You um, see some of that as well here in Luke, where it says. The return of the 72, the 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall and lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. I believe this is exactly the authority and power that he's given us. And I think some of that is going to be amplified in these times in a big way. Revelation 12, 11 talks about this in the future. It says, And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they loved not their lives even until death. We don't have to love our lives 
but we're going to conquer him. How do we conquer the, the, the devil and everything? By the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. That's right. Your faith is important, right? And your, your faith in that blood, your faith in that sacrifice is key to continue to just crush Satan. And that's how we're going to crush Satan. The more our body of Christ aligns with the head, Jesus, watch out what's going to happen in this time frame. Exciting time to be alive, guys, to see all this come to fruition. And uh, then he talks about Timothy here. Timothy, my fellow worker, greets you. And um, when you're talking about Timothy, <clears throat> you can see in Acts 16:1, Timothy joins Paul and Silas. So Paul came also to Derby. We were talking about that, you know, in the, in the map that we were just reviewing. Uh, you know, the very first uh, right around here is Derby. So he, in his first journey, he came to Derby. And, and then they left from Derby to go back to Antioch. And then the second journey, he went back to Derby again. And so you can see. And so this is cool to see scripture just come alive like this. Again, this is Timothy in Acts 16.1. And a, a disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer. But his father was a Greek. You can see here, here was intermarriage. <coughs> Obviously, you had a Greek and a Jewish person having Timothy and and then so you have a, basically a Jewish woman married to a Greek man who had a kid who became a follower of Christ <laughs> right so this is a, this whole mission of Paul was is to the Gentiles and so uh, it's just kind of cool to see how uh, now it now this Abrahamic covenant is available to everyone right so the whole New Testament is about right it's like, what, what good news do we have there? Um, I, I just think it's interesting that this term Gaius, do what Chosen does with this, because I think in season five, it starts here shortly. <coughs> Gaius is the Roman guard. <clears throat> so I'm not sure if they're trying to relate it back to this Gaius or not. But a very exciting um, thing to come up. And if you missed the Chosen, go back and watch it on the first four seasons. You'll love it. Season five coming up. I think just a few weeks ago, it hits theaters. I think in February or early February. So just search the shows. Yeah. No, it's at season four. Okay. But you can get uh, tickets in the U.S. You can actually get tickets and see the first. Um, uh, I think episodes one and two are coming to theaters. So go go check that out. I think you'll really enjoy, enjoy that. And, the, and this gets now the doxology for uh, uh, here. Um, verse 25 says, Now to him who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ. According to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret uh, for long ages. So to him who is able to do all these things, Ephesians 3, 2 talks about, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work with us. That's another great uh, memory verse, Ephesians 3, 20. Again, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than we ask or think according to the power. Woo! There's beautiful scriptures, some of this points too. Um, again, so he, he's able to strengthen you according to the gospel, right? That is him. That is Jesus, right? Um, you'll see this wording all the way back in Jude 2. Um, 
I mean, I'm sorry, in Jude in the New Testament too, it says, Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you from blameless before the presence of this glory with great joy. This is the awesome Lord we we worship. Um, this back back to this doxology in um, Romans, verse 26. Um, oh, I wanted a bit deep into this verse in 25. Kept secret for long ages. Right? What's interesting, that's it's a mystery of the church, right? And uh, come to the Gentiles. And uh, you'll see in 1 Corinthians 2 7 says, But we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. This is uh, this mystery of the church coming to come in, come into life, and we we get to be part of that. We're a new covenant. What a time to be alive to see God crush Satan. For the, you know, I believe kind of like the major, second major time, right? He's done it over and over, but uh, pretty cool. Um, just like Paul saying, after Jesus died on the cross, he already crushed Satan, but now he's saying he's going to crush Satan again, right? And I really believe that's, that's, a, that's a significant point. But has now been disclosed and through the prophetic writings has been made known to all nations, again, all the Gentiles according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience to faith. Um, and then and, and now we see the secret has been, been, the been disclosed, right? Right there. So the secret that uh, talked about in, in Colossians 126 as well, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, <coughs> but now revealed to his saints. Woo! What a what a beautiful time to be alive in the Old Testament. I mean, the New Testament versus the Old Testament, right? Not having to um, sacrifice for our sins, we can just um, we have a, this final sacrifice of Christ for us. Mm, beautiful. It says, and it ends to bring the obedience of faith to the only wise God, be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. Now he ends us, the only wise God, right? Man, there's only one. That's why polytheism is completely false. As many some Christian churches teach, right? 1 Timothy 1.17 clearly says as well, to the king of ages, immortal, invisible, the only God. <coughs> the honor and glory forever and ever, amen. The only God. And uh, you just alter Isaiah. Um, you'll see that too. He wants you to know and understand and believe that he is, that, that says that I am he. And before me, no God was formed, nor will there be after. It's it's very clear all throughout Scripture. There is only one God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Never will be another one, right? And he's the King of Ages, immortal, invisible, the only God. The honor and glory forever. Amen. So I get there to the only wise God, be glory forevermore through Jesus Christ. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful book. That's the end of Book of Romans. Believe it or not, we went through every single chapter. Now we're gonna do the same thing through Ephesians starting Sunday. I invite you to that. Let's uh let's get into one more, a couple more songs. We'll do two more songs and wrap it up for today tonight. We have uh, Everlasting God. And I'll read this one and have uh have that do the 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 uh, the last song we do. You are an everlasting God, but the Lord is the true God, the living God, everlasting King. Jeremiah 10 10. The Lord reigns forever and ever. Exodus 15 18. The song also has a lyric that says, Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. So a couple of verses that we point to is, 
to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being. Ooh, right here. In your inner being. Being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance, patience with joy. So we need during this time right now is the endurance and patience with joy, right? The song also talks about our hope, our strong deliverer and comforter in need. We're going to need that over this next year, guys, to guarantee you. <laughs> Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Isaiah 26, 4. Isn't he our everlasting rock? Is he your everlasting rock? If he's not, make sure you have that. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Uh, you hear about that. Um, we've heard learning about that uh, uh, a lot in detail. Scott Bittman in our Inner Healing and Deliverance classes. So go to the Clifford tab on blessedtips.com. This also talks about I have loved you with an everlasting love. Well, isn't that awesome? Be loved by this God. He's everlasting.
the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. in love. Alright, I'm going to switch to this other view, so... Will you read this, Annette? <laughs> yes! Mm -hmm. Lord, I come, I confess, I need you, my righteousness, my one defense. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 Peter 2.24 You're the one that guides my heart. Where sin runs deep, your grace is more. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm 119 105 where sin increases grace abundant all the more romans 530 b teach me my song to rise to you when temptation comes my way when i cannot stand i fall on you i will praise the name of god with a song i will magnify him with thanksgiving psalm 69 30 and after you have suffered a little while and you see there is a little shot there <laughs> the god of all grace will himself restore confirm strengthen and establish you first peter 5 10. Beautiful. That's so God. Yes. Let's worship to Lord, I need you. Lord, I come. Bye. 
temptation comes my way And when I cannot stand I'll fall on you Jesus you're my hope and stay And when I cannot stand I'll fall on you Jesus you're my The award is a lamp to my feet. Mm. I love that. Wrap this up today. Um, we finished Romans 6. We're getting into Ephesians 2. I just want to invite you to be more part of this ministry. Um, we have that music, this beautiful music, um, and we're getting more and more songs. We're getting your suggestions in um, that attaches scripture to all the lyrics, and does that beautiful video to um, highlight and just enhance the music um, four times a week, Mondays and Thursdays. We do it after each show, and then we also do it on Friday at five o'clock and Sunday at ten a.m. for word and worship praise and prayer on Mondays and Thursdays. So make sure you join us. We'd love to have you uh, these four times a week. It's really important to the Lord too, I think, to be just making sure we're honoring him with our praises and thanksgiving and our worship, right? Just a, just a beautiful thing. Also, if you look down below, you see blessedteachministries.com, uh, blessedteach.com, and also neighborhood.social. Uh, make sure you go to those sites. That's, that's where everything is, right? Um, blessedteach.com is where you get the free show notes. You also get the we get a bunch of free training there on inner healing and deliverance for the equipping tab. You get, just go to blessedteach.com. You'll see everything there. Um, you also see that we uh, have blessed the backstage where it used to be $17.76 a month and it's a great value because now it's free for those of us in a pay-forward model like the chosen, right? So come um, back that stage. We'd love to have you there. And what we have there is not just being backstage to worship with us those four times a week, week i was telling you you're also there backstage when we have the interview so backstage with amanda grace backstage with uh 
um, Timothy Dixon that we've had on and uh, so many others. I think Robin Bullock's were, were, uh, guest is about ready to get on. We've got uh, so many other great, beautiful guests. Mary Crowley, um, obviously Brian Artis coming in with his expertise. All those people, you'd be on, on Zoom with them Tuesday and Wednesdays, right? When we do this, so that's a beautiful. And then we have the searchy platform. We can search all the prophetic words and actually find that exact second that uh, Julie Green or Amanda Grace or um, my words, uh, they actually, actually exactly when we say them, right? So it's a much better tool than just looking at the text because you can actually see the reading of it as well and the exact part of the video that is. You can search all my past Blessed Teach shows as well. So <clears throat> join us, go to the backstage tab. The, and, and lastly, I just wanted to, just to mention the neighborhood because that is where that's beautiful um, communities happening, right? And I'm just going to go to this other view so you can kind of see that. So if you just type in neighborhood.social or, or and, and by the way, this is also a, an app as well. So here's neighborhood.social. Let me click that in and hit return. There it is. And this is this just like Facebook, right? Neighborhood.social. But it's Christian Patriots. What a beautiful thing. The Christian Impactor platform. Uh, you can see uh, Christ and the... the the praying and, and the, the line of Judah and the cross. It's kind of the symbol of this. But there's groups here that you can join. These groups are kind of like Zoom groups that meet um, as, as patriots together, Christian patriots together. So like-minded people, these biblical Zoom groups. You can see we have Grow in Grace and Truth at noon. Um, come and join some of these groups. I think you'd really enjoy these. Um, you can, um, uh, they, they, this is meeting outside the backstage, right? And, um, uh, you can see here God Squad on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. And this is all CST time frame. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit, noon on Tuesday. PCR, where we pray for the children and blow the shofars. That's every Tuesday night after the show, as well as Thursday mornings at um, 11 a.m. And we got Courts of Heaven at 3 p.m. CST each Friday. And then Wednesdays, we have uh, usually led by Gus when he, uh, or another great leader um, on Wednesday nights. So those are just, uh, and there's going to be more of these. I really believe we're, we're called to start these groups to be able to help the hurting. That's what this big ministry is about, right? You can also find, if you go to the Discuss tab, that's where my alone time with God's words are, where <clears throat> I believe God's want me to train up and let people know how to hear from God. We're probably going to have a series starting in February where Mary Crowley and um, uh, Amanda Grace and other great people of God will come and teach us how they are hearing from the Lord. And I'll be telling my story as well to hear about uh, uh, of this. So all this is found on the neighborhood, neighborhood.social. Don't miss it. Um, and now, on both blessedteach.com and um, neighborhood.social, you'll be able to find a donations tab where you can become a partner of this ministry. Uh, we have big plans, right? We have a big mission and vision and I, expansion plans about what we want to do with this ministry, but we can't do it without you. And that's why uh, the Lord told me I was keeping people from reaping by not having a partner program. If you want to get exclusive ministry updates and really um, have intercessory prayer for you every week um, with our intercessory prayer team, uh, make sure you're part of this. And really the more important part is you're planting the God's kingdom, right? And, um, and the way you do that is you, is, is you can do that uh, three different ways. You can text GIVE to um, 833-209-2393. Um, that again, that is 833-209-2393 to GIVE. Or just use that QR code right there with your camera, and uh, that'll take you right to the site as well. We'd love to have you be 
um, a partner. A partner is defined as anybody that just is a recurring gift of any size that could be a dollar a month, right? I don't think it goes under a dollar, the, the system, but you can give a dollar a month and you are a partner and we'd love to have you on board. <clears throat> All right. So now uh, I just want to just end in a prayer and uh, say thank you guys for joining us here. I just noticed, I just forgot to look at all the chat to see because sometimes uh, it's, it's awesome to be able to see what people are talking about. Um, and so just, just scrimming through here real quick. You know, here's like somebody saying hello. I think that's Shuri saying, uh, I'm just going to show a few things on screen before I do the final prayer. We got, hello everyone, says Shuri here. Um, Just join it in, says Smokey342. Thanks for joining us. Watching from Kentucky. You have pulled up on my Roku. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> um, Monique's talking talking here about some things. So beautiful things. Thank you for Paula for letting me know about the sound issue. Thank you, Monique, for telling us as well. Uh, getting even blessing says Monique so uh, I'll try to do that more more online as we go forward if you have questions about Bible verses or whatever want to have any comments we'll do that there I, we ran out of time today tonight though to get into much detail so let me just close in prayer and say we love you guys Heavenly Father again thank you so much for this platform and the new studio and uh, all the equipment here and being able to have this beautiful music uh, thank you for Emma and all she does and orchestrating all that video and the sound to get us these videos. Well, thank you for Annette getting attached to the scriptures. Thank you for all the volunteers in this, uh, helping with the show notes and then and so many other parts of this ministry. Um, and all the groups, Lord, we just pray for blessings on all those groups, Lord. We pray that, anybody listen to my voice right now, that they will just get closer to you than they ever have, Lord. And they'll have a peace that transcends all understanding despite the chaos and, and super crazy times that are gonna be ha going on here in the future. Lord, we know this is going to be a time when you are going to use us as the calm before, during, and after the storm, Lord. And I pray for everyone there that you they, they, will, they will come to know you in a way, and know your word in a way they've never had before. It'll be in their heart. They'll be spending time alone with you. And they'll get direction from you, very direct, specific direction for their path. Lord, I thank you for that. And by the power of Jesus' name, the name above all names, and the blood he shed for us, the power of that blood and his name, I bind the rulers and authorities and powers of the dark world trying to take these people off their path. And Lord, I loose angels of all races divisions to help them stay on that path. Thank you, Lord. We look so forward to the spirit of truth is decimating the spirit of deception across this land as truth comes back into the nation and to our media and all parts of society. We love you and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, we love you guys so much. With that, uh, if the backstagers wouldn't mind unmuting and saying goodbye. Thank you, Rick. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.
Yes. God bless. Have a great day, everybody, or night. <laughs>